Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast brought to you by AT&T. I'm Ross Phillips, Vice President of Community Development here at the Rogers Little Chamber of Commerce. And I'm Steve Cox, uh, Senior Vice President of Economic Development here at the Rogers Little Chamber. And today's kind of a, a different episode. Um, you know, typically you would only hear one of us uh, <laughs> intro intro a, a, a podcast, but uh, so it's a little special edition. Ross, why don't you tell us what's going on? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit today about workforce development and, you know, how do we continue to grow Northwest Arkansas with responsible growth? How do we build up the next generation of leaders? How do we build up the next generation of workforce? I'm excited about today's conversation and looking ready to dive right into it. And it's a little weird for me because I'm on the receiving end of the questions <laughs> as opposed to giving them out like as normally happens here on the Voice of Business it's podcast. So, uh, but I'm, I'm excited about uh, talking talk about workforce is something we're very passionate about at the chamber, something our community is, is very passionate about, our business community, our education community, and uh, just want to excited to educate uh, everyone listening about the things we're doing and how we're going to make Northwest Arkansas continue to be great. With that said, I'm going to go right into it, Steve. Workforce development, kind of tell me a little bit about what that is. We, you know, we hear so much about it, but what does it actually like mean? What kind of issues are we facing here in Northwest Arkansas? Not just with Northwest Arkansas, but the entire um, country as a whole. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. I mean, it's it workforces and workforce development is not just a, a Rogers problem. It's not a Lowell problem. It's not a Northwest Arkansas problem. This is something that's really affecting the nation and, and even the world to, to some extent because we are such a global economy now. Um, but really, when you're looking at workforce, you're looking how I approach it and, and how the chamber, uh, one of the aspects and how we approach it is looking at the development side of building up the next generation uh, of workers. And obviously, you know, you, you you are starting to see some manufacturing make a comeback, um, but you're, you're seeing a lot of that happen with things like automation. So the manufacturing jobs of today are different from the manufacturing jobs in the 80s oh, and the 90s. So, so, <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're a lot more programming, a lot more tech heavy with, with the automation side of it. Um, and so there's still good, high paying jobs that are there. It's just they're different. And right. so we have to not only think about what are the current needs and what are we looking at over the next five to 10 years, but what sort of potential careers are going to be there that we don't even know about yet? For right. example, you know, you and I both have iPhones. We're recording onto an iPad here. And who knew what an app developer was 12 years ago? Oh, yeah, nobody. It, it didn't it exist. Did, yeah, <laughs> and now there's entire college programs dedicated to app development. And, you know, we, you just technology is changing so fast and so rapidly that we have to worry about where we're going here. But you're always going to have the basic needs. You're always going to have welders. You're always going to have plumbers. You're always right. the CNA. Healthcare, you know, those those are all things that are there. And and right now, you look across the nation, and uh, CNA or certified nursing assistants are one of the top three most in demand careers across the nation, and oh, it's yeah. it's top one here in Northwest Arkansas uh, with our growing population. So, how do we train up, and how do we get kids to realize that there are good career opportunities that don't require a college degree? 
are there are good career opportunities that you know you can get for much cheaper um, mm-hmm. for with a certification program right. and much faster than doing that. And not to say college is not an option or, or anything like that because college is good, mm-hmm. um, but there there are careers and and I think we're trying to kind of shift the, the 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 focus a little bit off of you have to go to college to get a good good oh, career. Yeah. I mean you and I are, you and I are millennials. We've mm-hmm. we've had it drilled into our brain. Right. You know college 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 college. But there are so many good careers out there that don't require a college degree. And if we can get kids interested in these, but still using some really cool skill sets. I mean, computer programming or, you know, like, oh, I'm really good at, you know, animation or designing video games or or things like that. Well, that's programming. And you can do that to program a robot to build a car. Right. (laughs) You kind of hit the nail on the head there a little bit. I mean, it was drilled into me as a kid, like, hey, you're going to go to college. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. So kind of talk to me a little bit about how do we make that shift? What are some things that the Rogers Little Chamber of Commerce is doing to maybe go into the schools and saying, hey, there's different ways of thinking about this. You you can come out of um, school and be making a very decent living. So what are some of the things that we're doing to kind of raise that education piece here? Yeah, um, really, we've kind of a few years ago, about three, four years ago, um, we we got very active with the career and technical education coordinator, Dawn Stewart. She's been on this podcast a couple times before, Um, but we we really partnered up with her and said, hey, we understand that this is a problem from our from our employer retention surveys that we were doing uh, myself and my counterparts, the other chambers. We were seeing that workforces was Mm -hmm. now was now the number one issue without a doubt. Uh, and so we just said, what can we do to help raise awareness of what's going on? How can, what can we do to help partner industries with you? Because it's one thing to host a training program or to have a, have a career right. technical education class. But if you're not teaching them the right things, then it's worthless. Right. And so we've created some really good partnerships between the public schools and between the businesses. Mm-hmm. So the kids are learning the right things to make them more employable right. when they graduate. Uh, so that's been a, a major fact- factor. We, we've given a dedicated space in our newsletter every month for, for career and technical education stuff uh, to be written about. So Don submits an article every single month on that. Uh, and we've hosted events like our, our, our K to J events, kindergarten to job events, where we'll take teachers and educate the educators on manufacturing, right. which is a, always a fun thing um, to see people. You know, I remember the very first one we did, uh, we had a lady, we went to Kinemetal here in town and uh, a teacher was there, and she was wearing a white dress, and we were going to tour the factory floor. And she <laughs> was so worried. She, yeah, she was like, oh, I wore the wrong dress. I'm going to have to get this dry cleaned. And we go through, and she gets done, and she says, I think I'm cleaner now after walking through the floor <laughs> or through the factory than when I went in. Like, oh, modern cool. manufacturing is much different. It's, it's yeah. not smokestacks and dirt under your fingernails. I mean, it, it is very different. Uh, and so it's educating that, but then also educating the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, showing parents that, you know, it's okay. College doesn't have to be the be-all, end-all. Right. You know, it's the American dream. And every parent, you know, as a parent, you want your kids to have a better life than you had. Mm-hmm. And you have so many from the older generations that didn't have a college degree, or specifically in Northwest Arkansas, a lot of our, you know, second, third generation immigrant families um, that, you know, have been here for, for 20, 30, 40 years, but their parents didn't have a college degree coming from other countries, and so they're wanting their kids to do that. But showing 
point, it's okay to not, you right. know. And, and so we've hosted parents' events where we've brought in uh, very high, well, highly compensated individuals who don't have college degrees and talk about how they work their way there and, and things like that. Um, but I think we've had some good success with that as well because since we started that partnership uh, with, with Rogers Public Schools, we've seen over an 88% enrollment increase in career and technical education courses offered through Rogers Public Schools. And so more kids are getting educated on the careers. Now, we're, we're not done. We've still got a long way to go, but we started moving that needle. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's the big thing is moving the needle, moving the needle in the right direction. We don't want to take a step backwards. We just want to keep progressing down the, you know, down this track. Um, you recently were selected to participate in a U.S. Chamber of Commerce uh kind of workforce development program. Mm-hmm. Share share a little bit about what that program actually is and what you can kind of take away from that and bring back here into Northwest Arkansas. Uh, yeah, it was a great, uh, the first experience I've had with that has just been absolutely fantastic. Um, it's the U.S. Chamber, the U.S. Chamber Fellowships, uh, U.S. Chamber Foundation's Business Lead Fellowship is what it's called. Um, and so really it's myself. I'm in, I'm in the second class. They did one last year. Um, and so by the time that I get done with my training in June, uh, J- July, sorry, uh, go, go with the second training in July, uh, I'll be one of about 70 people in the nation that have gone through this program. Wow. And it is very intense. Uh, the first round I went through a few weeks ago and it was, I was up, you know, you, you think, oh, I'm going to a conference, you know, whatever, it'll be fun, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I was up until 11 o'clock doing homework the first night after getting on a flight at 6 so a.m. that your, morning. <laughs> it's not your traditional conference. Exactly. It's like it, actually hands-on stuff that you can bring back. Very much so. And a lot of great information that was there. So much information was packed into that program. Um, we just, it, the first section of it that we did the first few days was just talking about education and a major emphasis on early childhood education. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, that's something that you don't really think about. Yeah. When, when you're looking at workforce, you're thinking high school, you're thinking technical schools, right. grade schools, maybe getting down into middle schools, um, which we're starting to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that we're starting to see a lot of uh, businesses when I get an RFP for a business, a manufacturer, somebody looking to move to the area, they're asking about what workforce training are you providing at the middle school level? Right. Um, because they want to know, can I have workers to fill my positions in 10 years? Right. They're, <laughs> so they're, they're not, not gonna... looking at the, you know, five-year mark. They're looking at the 10, 15-year exactly. mark. They're, they're making a long-term investment, and it costs a lot to build mm-hmm. a factory. So um, if they're going to make that money, they want to make sure that they can, or make that investment, they want to make sure they can get their money back. Um but one of the most fascinating things that I thought came out of that was we talked about the benchmarking, and, and we learned a lot about um, Every Student Succeeds Act, which is the replacement for No Child Left Behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was passed a few years ago, and the Perkins 5 grant program, which was signed into law last year, um, which really focuses on providing federal funds for career and technical education programs, and so we're working on how to better implement that. Uh, so the states have a couple of years to get their programs in place, and then they'll start receiving the funds. So we're working with the Department of Career and Higher Ed uh, down in Little Rock to help with that. I actually just participated on a panel uh, earlier this week um, talking about those programs and those Mm -hmm. issues and and what we're facing uh, for that. So um, really it's raising awareness right now and getting that. We're going to be doing a roundtable later this year with industries to talk about what their specific needs are. So the state who is creating these programs um, will have input from the businesses and it's not, we're going to make this just to tick a box and say we did it. They want to make it effective, which I, I 
I applaud yeah. um, on that. But uh, on the early childhood, it just showed the impact of what how early childhood, we really need to be investing more in early childhood, how that sets the framework for that long-term mm-hmm. investment. And a quote that you know I've, I've stolen and have used several times since then was uh, we talked about you start doing benchmarking in fourth grade for reading proficiency and things like that and how it shows that the research shows that if you are if a child enters into fourth grade and is not reading at grade level it is virtually impossible to get them caught back up by the time they graduate high school wow. like it yeah, yeah. And, i mean I, they had the data and showed i mean yeah. it was uh, it, everyone in the room was just blown away by that and the quote that came with it was you know we spend so much time focusing on the the test the standardized test at fourth grade and on but kids from uh, kindergarten to third grade are learning how to read right from fourth grade on they're reading to learn and if we ignore the how to read if we don't teach them how properly they're never going to be able to get caught up when they're trying to learn Mm -hmm. when they're reading to learn and so that that just that's something that stuck with me and i think we're going to start seeing some more emphasis um i'm going to you know work hard uh over the next while uh however long it takes to get more emphasis on early childhood development in northwest arkansas we have great daycare stuff and things like that but it was fascinating we actually showed um, in Northwest Arkansas, I did some research and did some, some, uh, analytics. That was part of that homework that we did. And it was, uh, childcare just, just for the five years of childcare, uh, up until you enter kindergarten, um, for, for a child in Northwest Arkansas is roughly 75% of a four year degree at the university of Arkansas. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's almost as expensive to yeah. send your kid to childcare for five years as it is to send your child to college for four years. No, I totally believe that because my wife and I were thinking about having kids here soon. (laughs) So daycare and childcare is, you know, one of our main conversations that we have every single day and like, how are we going to afford that? Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's, it's big, but also kind of going back into that, um, early childhood development, that's shifting the paradigm in the parents as well. So Absolutely. that's kind of raising that awareness like, hey, my kids don't have to necessarily go to college. Yeah, college is great. I went to college. I got my degree and everything like that. But there's other there's other routes and stuff like yes. that. And, you know, we've been talking about, like, what we're doing in the schools and stuff like that to develop workforce. But that we know that's not just workforce. There's other pipelines for workforce development. Kind of touch base on what are some uh, other things that we're doing. Maybe people who are in the workforce, yeah. maybe there's the retraining and stuff like that. So what are some uh, of those Upskilling and retraining um, is definitely a big thing. That's going to be the big focus of the next session that I go to um, mm-hmm. for, for, the, for the fellowship program. Uh, is, is talking about how to better implement that. But most of our companies here actually do have tuition reimbursement programs. If someone is working for them and they're, you know, working on the floor or doing something, they're a you know, maintenance tech or something, but they want to go in and finish and get a mechanical engineering degree. Right. The company will actually pay for them to go to college. Um, I know Napholtz, the construction company, uh, they do a, a training program in-house. Uh, Tyson has a refrigeration and ammonia tech in-house that right. they're taking kids kids through and they're doing and we're starting to see a big emphasis on apprenticeships. You get the you get the person in the job, you you get them qualified to do what they need to do, but then you can also continue to retrain and uptrain them um, through internal training and getting the apprenticeships programs and there are federal dollars and right. tax incentives for doing that. So mm-hmm. you're starting to see that for the existing workforce on how to better train those that are there. And when you look at that, if you've proven your worth, if you've proven 
proven, you know, you, the, the, the soft skills that, that right. they are showing up on time, <laughs> passing a drug test, um, you know, not demanding a raise after 20 minutes of being on the job, you know, stuff like that. The, the typical millennial Exa- things, Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. You know, understand it, it takes a little time to, right. to work up where you are. Like, it's yeah. Not, we're a microwave like, society. Yeah. We want I'm it I'm not making as much as Harry over there. Harry's been here 35 years. Yeah. You've been here two days. <laughs> so, like, there's a reason. So, right. That's so true. Uh, but, uh, you know, work, working with that and really starting to put an emphasis on apprenticeships. Uh, we actually mm-hmm. just had a, uh, a, a employer's forum uh, last week uh, down in Springdale that the uh, the state put on and uh, it was talking about the apprenticeship programs and, and what's there and you know again um shifting it's shifting the focus that yeah. it, you know these these jobs are good good paying jobs and once you're in there there are opportunities they're not dead-end jobs right you know just because you go to work for an employer or work for a factory or something doesn't mean you're just going to sit there and push a button yeah the whole you know your you whole career move, you can move there, there are advancement opportunities within those yeah. and and that's what that's what really makes it makes it happen that's so, that's so true and you kind of talked about the soft skills a little bit that's a little bit more in my realm and yes. kind of in kind of what i do with this next generation of leaders coming up ensuring that they have those soft skills like you know we have a whole leadership development series called northwest arkansas lead mm-hmm. and basically we just look at how do you have those tough conversations what soft skills do you have do you to do you need to possess so you can be a good employee Mm -hmm. for your company and stuff like that? So that's a little bit more in my realm and what I'm trying to do for, you know, community development. And plus it's also workforce development. Oh, absolutely. Because we just want to continue that, you know, our area can grows at the rate that it does, but we just don't want growth like crazy. We want that responsible growth for our workforce and for our community. Well, and I I think what you're doing is such a vital key that not a lot of communities are doing. Yeah. Um, what, what the programs that you have through emerging leaders and the various, various outlets through that, the YP summit and, and, you know, things like that, Mm -hmm. that you're doing, you're doing workforce development from a retention aspect Yeah. and it's keeping the workforce here. Mm -hmm. And we've had so many people move into our area and, and move into the region, you know, still averaging about 32 people a day. You know, we did some population projections that yeah. <laughs> Northwest Arkansas is going to be a million people sometime in the decade of 2040 if we continue right. to grow at the rate that we are. Um, so, you know, practically doubling in size in yeah, 20 years. That's madness. Again, once again, we'll be doing that. But, um, but it's keeping keeping them here yeah. because you know yeah they're coming to work for Walmart corporate or coming to work for a vendor or coming to work for you know Tyson or or wherever. Um, but what's to stop them from moving to Palo yeah. Alto and going to work for Google or yeah. moving to Seattle or you know now that Nashville's not too far away and they're going to open you know Amazon's going to open some stuff over there and mm-hmm. so you know we've got to keep the employees that right. are here as well and I think that's the good aspect that that you have is is showing that they live in a community that actually cares about them and cares about their future. I mean, you you hit it. My next door, na- I just got a new next door neighbor and had a conversation with them yesterday and they're like, we're here 18 months yeah. and then we're moving on to our next destination. No, <laughs> and I, in the back of my mind, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, no, you're not. You're going to get here. You're going to realize that you're living in a community that doesn't just, you know, care about the bottom line, but actually cares about you and your family and your mm-hmm. well-being and your uh, professional development, your personal development. So that's, that's kind of what we're trying to do with Northwest Arkansas Emerging Leaders, with Leaders leadership Benton County is just saying, hey, look at everything that's going on here. Yeah, we're great. We're amazing. But we also 
care about you as the individual and we want to see you succeed as well as our company succeed. And I think that's why people are kind of flocking here. Yeah. And that's why you also hear the stories. Yeah, I'm here 18 months. That was six years ago. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, you look at, I always give the example when talking about that of Cameron Smith and and you look at his, his organization, you know, Cameron Smith and Associates and they've got you know, essentially they're corporate headhunters, <laughs> but, you know, just from the vendor community and people doing lateral moves because mm-hmm. they're, they come here from Cincinnati for Procter and Gamble and yeah. it's time to go back or they come here from, you know, from Clorox. Uh, I think the mayor has a great example of a friend who was slated to be the next president of Clorox. Wow. He lived here. Yeah. He quit because he would have to move to California and he did not <laughs> want to do that. So he let, he gave up being the CEO of Clorox. Yeah. So he could stay living that's, here. I mean, it's that's a great testament exactly. to what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, but and, and so you see that you see a lot of the lateral movements here within the supplier community because people get here mm-hmm. and they don't they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave. When it's time, yeah. They come here kicking and screaming. Like, yeah. I'm not moving to Arkansas. Yeah. Then they get here and they're like, I'm not leaving Arkansas. <laughs> like, exactly. Well, Northwest Arkansas. Northwest not leaving Arkansas. Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. You know, we're our own little bubble up it, here. We really are. It's fascinating. <laughs> I think the the last statistic I saw. Um, showed if you look at the net new job growth and the net new population growth in the state, um, 88% of the state's population growth was Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just fast. I can't remember the time frame or anything off the top like that. And it was well over 50% of the jobs created in the state were in Washington and Benton County. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we're the economic driver for we the are. state right now. And, and we continue to have people move in continue to have a high birth rate. We continue to have, you know, our schools are continuing to grow. I mm-hmm. mean, having to build, we just built a new elementary school two years ago or and three years ago, and now we're building another one. Yeah. And and that's know, just I in mean, Rogers. That's yeah, not yeah, talking that's just about Rogers. Bentonville, Bentonville had to build a new high school. You go back to the year 2000 um, and you look at all the five major communities in, mm-hmm. in Northwest Arkansas, Asylum, Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, Bentonville, all mm-hmm. five in that time frame, and since in less than 20 years have had to build a, a new high school, to, to expand their size. Most have built a second high school. Siloam is the only one, but they had to build huge mm-hmm. and add a, a, uh, a brand new or build a much bigger building and all had to build new hospitals Yeah, or expand their expand existing their hospitals. Existing hospitals. Uh, I mean, it, that's just, that's a sign of growth. Right. I mean, and that because it's needed. Mm-hmm. And along with that comes opportunities for education, for, you know, for, for nursing, for the medical field. Um, again, that med- CNA and, and medical is the most in-demand career oh, right yeah. now. And Definitely. It, it's, we're, we're trying to, we can't keep up no, with what can't. it is. And so it's, it's a challenge and there's only so many dollars to go around <laughs> to get the training <laughs> programs. But um, I think the business community in Northwest Arkansas, specifically in Rogers, um, ha- has really stepped up in a big way. Yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned the, the partnership that we formed with the public schools a few years ago. They had maybe three or four businesses that they were working with at that time. Mm-hmm. We're now over 40 right. Um, right. That, that are there that are actively participating mm-hmm. and going in, sending sending someone in to teach a class for a, a couple of days. Or um, there was uh, literally just, just heard today, there was a group of high school students that went and toured Glad Manufacturing right. um, to, to learn about that uh, and things. I mean, getting them plugged in and, and, you know, now we have active participants that are there that are saying, okay, we need this skill set. We need this certification. We need this. We need this. And so the schools can adjust to Mm -hmm. make the people as as career ready as possible. I 
was on that email that you were talking about with where the students actually went into Glad Manufacturing. Yeah. One of the students was actually offered a job after the tour. So, I mean, <laughs> they're not just, you know, talking of the game. They're actually walking the walk as well. Absolutely. And, like, that was so surprising to me that, like, after the, they toured the manufacturing, they are like, hey, we want to offer you a job. And then another kid expressed interest in applying for that company mm-hmm. as well. And probably will get the they, job because they, of all the glad training. It's not easy to get into. No, they require not. some high level, high level skills to, mm-hmm. to get in because it's not entry level manufacturing. Right. So I mean, it's a that's a very good testament to the quality of mm-hmm. the CTE program uh, that students can get into a high level, a non entry level position coming right out of high school. Right. Well, I know we kind of talked a lot, talked about a lot in this podcast and everything like that. Do you want to? have any like closing thoughts you want to put a nice little bow on everything that we've talked about i I mean workforce is important this is something that we're working on um we're we're addressing it legislatively through through little rock uh we're addressing it locally ground up from from the school system addressing it regionally through your programs and emerging Mm -hmm. leaders and a lot of the stuff that that you're doing on the retention side i mean we see the issue it's not going to get fixed overnight Right. It didn't happen. The problem didn't develop overnight, so it's not mm-hmm. going to get fixed overnight. It's going to take time, but we're building that foundation, and we, we've we've really started to move the needle. And you know, it's it's a it's a thousand pound elephant, but what's the best <laughs> way to eat it? One bite at the One time, at and, and that's what we're doing. And we're not going to stop. And yeah. so we're going to continue to make Northwest Arkansas a great place to live, work, and play. And we're going to make it not only great for this generation, but for future generations. Well, I couldn't say it any better. So <laughs> thank you, Steve, for taking the time out of your day to be with us here today on the Chamber of Voice of Business podcast brought to you by AT&T. And we'll see you next time.